Do you ever wonder where all the good people are? I mean, we, we are force-fed bad stories about bad people doing bad things for bad reasons because it gets clicks and it's controversy and all of that, and it gets us talking. But when it fills us up with fear, I just wonder, where are the good stories about good people doing good things for good reasons? Welcome to the Impact of Leadership podcast brought to you by CCB Technology. I'm your host, Steve Shear, and this is the podcast where we believe that no one drifts into excellence. So join me as I work to figure this leadership thing out on purpose. Well, my episode today is with Jessica Greb. Her goal is to highlight good people with good intentions and good motivations doing good things in their local community, not just nonprofits, recognizing everyday people doing good in the local community. And it's a passion project. This is not her full-time job. And she acted on this passion and launched a nonprofit called Orchestrating Good to do just that, bring some good to the forefront of our minds. And it all started on her 40th birthday. This past summer, I turned 40 years old. And Lies. Right? I know. Thank goodness for makeup. No, I I turned 40 and my husband was asking me in the months leading up to that um, what I wanted to do, um, where I wanted to go. He wanted you know, to make that a special occasion um, for me and provide a good memory. And as I reflected on the past um, decade alone, I was thinking, gosh, I have been so incredibly blessed by the work that I do, the people that surround me. Um, there's there's just so much more than just going someplace. I want to do something better um, for myself. I want to thank those that have influenced me in my life and um, came up with the idea of orchestrating um, 40 good deeds throughout the community in a day with some people that have been very influential on my life um, to thank them and to hopefully Hmm. um, create a movement of some kind, if you will. So um, I gathered seven of my closest girlfriends, did not tell them what we were going to do, rented a van. Even the driver didn't know we were going. I just would give them addresses as we went throughout the day um, and brought along some gentlemen to film this day for us and just told the girls to show up at a certain time. I'd have a shirt for them, and the rest was history. So um, obviously I did some pre-planning and sure. worked with several nonprofits in the community um, to be able to pull this whole thing off. So we spent the day orchestrating 40 good deeds throughout the community. I had no idea that that's actually how how it started. So that's mm-hmm. a surprise to me. So that was how you spent uh, or celebrated your 40th birthday. The friends, they what, what were they like at the end of the day? You know, several of them really struggle with surprise. And so I know that part of the fun was kind of just keeping it going throughout. (laughs) So, um, you know, none of this was scripted. I had an idea in my head of how I wanted the day to play out. But at the end of the day, what was most important to me is that I had their undivided attention and we were together for a whole day without any um, anything getting in the way. And that is very seldomly, or mm-hmm. that's very seldom happens right. um, with just all the directions we're being pulled on a daily basis. And, you know, all of these women are strong, career oriented women who are doing the best they can to raise their children in a world that sometimes is challenging. It was an incredible day, nonetheless. But at the end of the day, um, I also threw a party mm. and invited 
several hundred of my closest friends and family. Um, they obviously weren't all able to attend, but those that were in the room, thanks to the incredible work of um, the gentleman that agreed to film this day, um, I tasked them with, hey, could you take eight hours of footage and wrap it up into some quick video so that I could launch this idea to this group of people at the party. And they worked a miracle, and we were able to show a minute 30 of what we did during the day um, so that all of those who were in the room at that party could have a better understanding um, of what we were up to. And so then that video was... And that party was the was the launching pad for. That's how I saw. Like, it, I guess you know, orchestrating good was was something that I didn't know um, how people would take to it. I didn't know what the response was going to be. So it was kind of um, my. It was a way for me to test the viability of how others would respond to it, um, because it is all encompassing. It, it there's a lot of moving pieces to it. Um, when it comes to giving and um, looking for need, there's so much and it's so overwhelming. Mm-hmm. So to me, it was trying to give people the opportunity or the ability to see orchestrating good as a resource, as a place to go when they're looking to give and looking for places to either donate their time, money, resources to, um, to make it easier. Because mm-hmm. I think all of us want to give um, we want to give in some level. Some of us can give financially, and those that can't, I, I encourage them to look at what they can provide as a, an in-kind service. Um, what can they, you know, what businesses are they doing? Perhaps there's, you know, a plumbing company. Um, they could help out someone with their plumbing needs. Or, mm-hmm. you know, to think beyond the dollar, I wanted, I wanted to give them the lens to be able to see that they can do that, and there's ways to do that, and I want to make it easy for them to do that. And at the same time, living in Racine, I'm not born and raised here, um, but I've settled in here for the last 20 years and I'm raising my family in this community. And I feel that it is so important to invest in the community that I'm living in, that Mm -hmm. I'm raising my children in. First on the list is supporting this community here. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean that's gonna be all that is done because I obviously want this to reach many more communities. but for, but for right now, um, getting started, um, there's a lot of work to do in this community alone. And so that's, that's kind of where we're taking root right now. So you did the, um, the surprise scavenger hunt, give back sort of right. thing. Uh, you test the waters um, at that party. And then from there, what, what happened? I mean, it must have, the test must have gone pretty well because now we're sitting right. here talking about orchestrating good. Yes, so I feel the response was honestly overwhelming. Um, You know, whenever you do something or you give back, a lot of times I think there's concern or they're in the back of your mind you're thinking, you know, are people going to think I'm only doing this um, to serve a self-fulfilling purpose? Um, Am I doing this to draw attention to myself? And, you know, that's a fine line, and I think it's something that we all struggle with internally. And I just want to bring light to the fact that, I mean, we all recognize that, but you got to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. You got to just, you know, if, if people think that way, that's on them. That's not on you. They've got to deal with that on their own. Um, but it should not prevent you from doing something that's on your heart and you should move forward with it. And so 
um, I dug deep and I decided to, you know, take a leap of faith and move forward and not be so concerned about what other people might think about the work that I was doing because at the end of the day, I knew that it was good and Mm -hmm. that somebody was benefiting from it, somebody in need um, or somebody that just needed, you know, their spirits uplifted. Um, When I launched and helped launch the podcast itself, I said to Patrick, I said to my sales team, my goal is not to build up a name for myself. I don't have like, I'm not trying to build up a brand for, for me. This is to help leaders and to help CCB as purely as I could put it. But there were still people that had that perception. So you're pushing through that. You, 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 you're, you've got this dream, you've got this vision, you've got this great response from people. And now we know some of the why that, that was fueling that passion behind stepping out in faith and, and taking and taking the initiative. So then as you're stepping out into that, what, what's the goal that you're shooting for? What are some of the, what are some of the practical outworkings, I guess, of your efforts that you're hoping to get um, and you're, you're hoping to see in the community then? I think a lot of it just ties back to our mission. Um, the mission of orchestrating good is to collaborate with our communities, to compose, support, and recognize good. And you kind of need all three of those things, in my opinion, to be successful, um, mm-hmm. to have great outcomes. And what I'm seeing um, by visiting the nonprofits and other individuals in our community is that many of them are small um, and don't have the money to support a marketing budget. Mm-hmm. And um, visual storytelling is top of mind. Um, our attention span is so short these days just because yeah. of all the directions we're being pulled in. Yeah, I forgot what we're even talking about. Right, yeah. I'm totally, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know what we're talking no. about. Yeah. So visual storytelling. Right, yeah, but, yeah. but it's it's all about that. It, you know, the saying's true. A picture tells a thousand words, you mm-hmm. know, and to be able to grab the attention of, you know, our world is through photograph and um, other media forms. And, mm-hmm. People aren't reading like they used to read. I find it interesting because even with some of the posts we do, uh, there's some criticism internally about how long I like to write. But I'm Mm. always trying to set the stage and trying to give the backstory. Um, But there's statistics out there that say to shrink that. And, you know, part of that's sad, Mm. um, too. But at the same time, one of our objectives is to work with – you know, individuals and businesses in the community that have a passion for a particular mission and um, be able to meet with them and give them the resources that they need to make a good decision on who they'd like to support, um, whether it be in their own community or beyond. Um, But it's really to make it a win-win situation for everybody. Mm -hmm. And I want to be able to make it easy. I want to make it easy to give because the reality is it's not. You know, there's a lot of organizations that have a ton of paperwork. There's a ton of restrictions on the way that you can give. And that's a turnoff to a lot of donors. And so I recognize that in the work that I've been doing in my career. And I want to streamline that process. And I want I want everybody to feel really good about what they're doing and know that they are making a direct impact. And if we can keep it in the communities where those businesses are doing work, that's even better. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it doesn't mean it always has to be that way. But I think being able to have a company, let's just say, has a passion for animals to be able to tell them about a nonprofit in their neighborhood that could really use some help to get the word out to the work that they're doing, to be able to 
have that organization support that work so that we can come out and do some visual marketing for that organization. Um, hopefully that will help them even get one more donor. If we can just do that alone, that's a success in my opinion. So if, if somebody has a an idea, a nonprofit, um, some area that they're serving or something like that, and they want to get the word out, um, is that one of the services that you guys do? Is it like you, you would go there and do a story on them and then essentially give them free a free platform or free advice or free uh, marketing or free video storytelling or something like that? I think that's, one, that's definitely um, something that we're aiming to achieve. I think that um, f- for us, it's really important to validate the work that's being done. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of um, people out there that are claiming to be nonprofits and claiming to do good work. And so we take it upon ourselves to go in and really do the research that's needed to validate the work that is being done so that we feel really good about going to a donor or an organization that's looking to support someone and saying, you know, this particular organization is doing everything as they should be and seeing firsthand. Mm -hmm. Um, I think word of mouth is good in some aspects, but the foundation of everything in this life is based on trust. And if you don't have trust in anything or an organization or an individual, it's not going to be, you're not going to succeed. It's not going to go anywhere. Um, And this, it ties into leadership. If you do not have that foundation of trust, you're not going to be able to move beyond and achieve results at the end of the day. And so for us to be able to go out and validate the work that's being done, um, that's very important to us. Mm-hmm. What you've said is it makes sense to me um, because if somebody comes up to your door or um, they seem great, uh, sure. if you don't know really where the money's going or what the process is behind the scenes, there can be that little bit of like, well, I gave 20 bucks, but I don't really know mm-hmm. if this is where it's going. So it's, it's nice to have somebody um, or an organization like yours to help validate some of that work, uh, almost a a stamp of approval of orchestrating good or something like that mm-hmm. as a hub of, okay, these organizations are somebody that um, orchestrated good stands behind. It, it would be a nice thing to, to have a, a hub or a place to go to see what is out there, what need is there. Uh, because sometimes it can feel, and, my, and this is my opinion only, sometimes it can feel fractured with so many nonprofits and not really sure where to start and who to go to and, and what, where to serve and what, where the need is, because uh, there seems to be need all over the place, but not really sure what to do sometimes. It's, it's overwhelming. It's completely time consuming. And I think that it becomes a turnoff for some people mm-hmm. and including myself. There, there have been times in my life where it's just, you know, you want to give, but you just don't know who, and then you end up not doing it. I'm trying to make it again, make it easy mm-hmm. for people to be able to give. There's a saying that you never forget how um, somebody makes you feel. Mm -hmm. You never forget that. So the people that have done good in your life or those experiences, you never forget that. And I want to be able to give that feeling to everybody that we come into contact with. And I want them to remember that feeling and carry it forward. Mm -hmm. Was there something pre-40th birthday that like somebody did for you or that you experienced that planted a seed for this? There wasn't anything in particular. I think 
you know, there's moments in our lives that we, you know, have the opportunity to sit back and kind of reflect on, you know, the choices we've made, um, where we're at. And I think that I got to a place where, you know, doing the job that I do every day, there's days, you know, it's still a job, it's still work, you know, and um, there's days where I'd be frustrated and, you know, racing out the door to try to get my kids to the next practice. And as I'm leaving, I see a mom and her child and what she wouldn't give to be able to go to that basketball Mm. practice. Mm -hmm. And it just put things in perspective for me. And I thought, I, at this point in my life, I am blessed with a beautiful family, with healthy children, a great career. It is time for me to pay it forward, to give Mm -hmm. back, to do more. I have the capability to do it, so why aren't I doing it? Mm -hmm. It's time to step up. And for so long, I wasn't doing it. I felt it, but then I wouldn't do it because it's work. It's Mm -hmm. a lot of work. And for me, if I'm going to do something, and if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. My word is so good, mm-hmm. <laughs> and and it, you know loyalty is a is a is a big deal to me. Um, if I say I'm going to be there, I'm going to be there, and if I'm going to put orchestrating good out there, and want people to support it, um, I'm they need to know that I'm doing it right alongside them, and I am not going to waver. And yeah. um, and that's that's how I am trying to brand it if you will yeah. um, because it is it is a brand and again it's just developing that foundation of trust that's good. Um, right now that's where we're going with things it's good so um, you've been in nonprofit work for a while you start this nonprofit orchestrating good so now I'm, I'm interested to hear what are a few things that you've been most surprised by with launching a nonprofit of your own there's a lot of paperwork okay. um, <laughs> <laughs> no but it's all worth it and you know, it's really energizing to talk to people about orchestrating good. And sometimes it's a little bit overwhelming because there's so many moving pieces right now. And, you know, we're very grassroots and it's being molded into many different shapes and forms right now. And it surprises me that more people don't have random acts of good happening in their lives. Mm -hmm. And I'm surprised by, you know, we're not doing anything monumental. These are these are just small things. This isn't we're not giving away hundreds of thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. We're not, you know, awarding these big prizes. We're just going out and and recognizing the people that are doing everyday work. Mm-hmm. Um, but they do it tirelessly. They do it with grace. They do it to protect, to serve. Um, it's what they signed up for. But just because that was the choice they made doesn't mean that we can't still step up and say thank you once in a while. And I think to just bring some light to the people that made the decision to do these great things to make our world a better place, I I think it's worthy of some recognition. It's good. It's good. So um, there's several things on, uh, I know on your Facebook page um, that I've seen the one that comes to mind immediately is uh, the guy, the sign spinner. Yes. Um, for those of you that aren't familiar with uh, with Orchestrating Good and that are listening in, um, you want to check this out. This is one of the stories. Can you give a little snapshot? I mean, I don't want to give the whole thing away because I want people to go 
to the oh, Facebook sure. page. Well, yeah. again, words aren't going to do a video justice. Right, yeah, so right. you definitely want to check it out. Yeah. And it was one of the first um, stories that we did. And one of the um, gentlemen that has been helping film sent me a story that our local newspaper had covered months ago. And it was about this man um, whose name is Edward. And he has been flipping signs um, on the corner of Martin Luther and State Street in Racine for the past few years. Mm -hmm. And what he does is he sells candy, soda, water, snacks on that corner every day. And um, I, I saw this story and I thought to myself, you know, I don't know what his story is. I don't know what led him to the place he's in right now. But sometimes I think it's important to meet people where they are. Mm -hmm. And I saw in the video that he had some coolers that were wrapped in duct tape and he was pushing supplies in a baby stroller. And I thought, gosh, you know, it wouldn't take much to make it a little bit easier for him just mm -hmm. to transport his goods um, to be able to, you know, make his life a little bit easier to continue doing what he was doing. So we uh, purchased some things to make it easy for him and um, surprised him one afternoon. And the gratitude in his eyes was motivation to continue mm -hmm. going forward. Um, sometimes, you know, people are looking for, you know, a big reaction, uh, you know, the screaming, the tears, the, sure. you know, yeah. like, yeah. you know, what you see on Oprah, right? Like yeah. that that's what they look for sometimes. Sure. But if we take the time to just be present in those moments and, um, you know, take in our surroundings and actually look in the eyes of those that we're supporting, I think they would tell a story that you would be surprised by. The reason I bring that one up, not just because it came to mind, but I was intrigued by it because I've seen him when I'm driving downtown. Mm -hmm. And so, but I didn't know his story. And I also uh, was intrigued by it because I thought you only worked with like organizations that were standing versus just everyday uh, people. Right, everyday people. So this, this again goes back to um, the title of the organization or the nonprofit, Orchestrating Good and Highlighting Those Good Stories. Uh, you don't have to be a 501c3 to get um, uh, Jessica's help, but it, but it is about orchestrating good and bringing those good things from our community to to light mm -hmm. via the the vehicle of social media and video storytelling. So, a couple last questions as we start to to wrap the thing up um, about leadership. So, so how would you define leadership? I consider it a gift. I think to be able to lead anyone or anything that's a gift that we're given and something to be treasured and I think that you know I keep going back to the foundation of trust and there's a, a leadership pyramid out there and everything ties ties into that mm -hmm. I, I you know it's something I refer to an awful lot you know trust is the foundation of yeah. everything and then it then in the pyramid it goes up to how you handle conflict and if you mm -hmm. have trust you can handle that conflict and move on and you get commitment. And when you have commitment from individuals, organizations, that is just going to lead then into accountability. And when everybody can be accountable for themselves and the actions that they take, you will have results and they will be incredible. But again, trust is at the core of everything. That's so good. I, um, I think, is it Patrick Lencioni? 
Yes. Potentially. Yeah. Yes. So yes. Um, when I saw that, that hit, that hit us internally hard as well. I mean, we believe in what you're doing. We believe in who you are as a person. We've seen that in you. So it just makes sense that that pyramid actually uh, hit us both and CCB. One of the last questions that I had was uh, about greatest leadership lessons that you've learned. Um, who did you learn it from and, and why was it so impactful to you? I'd love to hear that. Sure. So um, there's been a lot of leaders in my life that have given me um, advice along the way, but one of which is uh, my late father-in-law. He was an executive at SC Johnson. And what impressed me most about him is that he treated everyone the same, no matter what their Mm -hmm. title. And we hear that and we say that that's how we're going to be. But there's very few people that actually true to those words. Mm -hmm. So when we, whenever we'd go somewhere, he, he would remember a name from years ago. That's it. That in and of itself is a gift. I struggle with that all the oh, time yeah. trying to remember. I'll remember a face till the day is long, but someone's name. But I think when he, we would go into some place, even if it was a restaurant um, and it wasn't a place, it wasn't someone he was leading, but he gave them the attention that they deserved. And it all ties back to that feeling. Mm. When you can show people genuine appreciation and attention, they will remember that for the rest of their lives. And I think it's just being conscious of your motivations, being conscious of how you're being perceived, being open to constructive feedback, Um, you know, just making yourself vulnerable at times. But at the end of the day, just not forgetting where you started, not forgetting about the journey it took to get you to become a leader. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that is in and of itself um, the most important thing to remember. That's good. That's good. Um, and uh, bringing that up with your late father-in-law, uh, that, that honors him and his memory and mm-hmm. uh, the impact that he had on you in those in those small moments that, that add up over time. Um, well, we have come to the the end of our time together but before we end here is there anything i forgot to mention um, or ask that i should have asked for those of you who are listening who are interested in orchestrating good um, i would appreciate your patience with us as we navigate this process you know we are new um to this and we are you know finding our way if you will and really it's being built upon the feedback we get from the community this is something that we are listening to the needs we are responding to them the best way that we can with the resources that we have and we have every intention to grow and have the ability to have a greater impact in our community Um, but right now what you can do is engage with us on social media Mm -hmm. Um, you know, sometimes I feel awkward even saying that, you know, cause sure. everyone's, you know, tied to a device these days, but that's the reality mm-hmm. and we need yeah. to, we need to speak to it. We need to work to towards it. And so being able to like and share our posts, of course, only if you actually do, mm-hmm. um, but you know, engaging with us in that way, because there are metrics, um, that the social media world puts into place to be able to push out content. And the more people that see the work that we're doing, the more people that will hopefully get involved and be inspired. That's good. So um, Facebook? Facebook, yes. Facebook, Instagram. Um, We will work um, to get a LinkedIn page up Mm -hmm. um, in the near future. But we're very strategic about the content that we post. I'm not a huge fan of 
you know, just sharing somebody else's photograph. I want to, I want what we share to be real. I want it to be someone you might run into Mm -hmm. um, on the streets because in my opinion, you know, there, there's so much happening right here that we can be sharing with everybody that we don't need to um, copy the work of someone else. Not that, not to say we won't ever do that because there's some really incredible things sure. happening out there that are worthy of um, sharing that we're really proud about. But I think that, you know, again, asking for that patience and extending us a little bit of grace as we navigate um, this process. But we are encouraged by the support, support that we are receiving. That's good. Well, I want to um, applaud you, encourage you. You are an example of taking action on something. So uh, keep going. Keep Thank going. You. I know you're early on in this thing. Uh, but just know that there are folks that are getting a lot from these first steps that you've that you've taken and that the or, that orchestrating good uh, has taken. Um, I'm not on Facebook, but I have frequently gone to orchestrating goods Facebook page just to see what else is out there, what else you're talking about because I live in this city and I don't know these stories and it's helping enrich what our community is and it's everyday people. So you can be in Boise, Idaho, click on the orchestrating good Facebook page and you'll recognize some of these people, maybe not personally, but their stories are very similar to people that live in your neighborhood. And it's great. It's great. And I personally, I don't think there's a lack of information out there. I think there's a lack of action and you took action. So good for you um, to take action on a passion that you have and it's helping our our uh, community and it's it's helping folks like me that need to see on a regular basis the good because uh, there's no lack of uh, negative media and negative stuff out there so thank you Jessica for being here and thanks for launching uh, orchestrating good and if you are interested in getting uh, more information I promise if you go to the show notes in this episode, we'll have a link in there that goes directly to uh, the Instagram page and then also the Facebook page for Orchestrating Good. Um, Jessica, thank you for Thank the time. you. I yeah. appreciate it. Well, if nothing else, I hope you feel optimism from that conversation with Jessica. Optimism because not all bad people get highlighted or not all bad people win. There are good people doing good things for good reasons, and Jessica's one of them. But as she said in the interview, it is not about her. She's going to be embarrassed that I said this about her, that she's doing good for good reasons, but it's not about her. It's beyond her, and that was what's driving her. That is still what's driving her. Um, So my takeaway and action item are tied to those things. First of all, takeaway, it's not about you. It is not about you. You want to see good? then do good, but don't make it about yourself. Just like Jessica, she didn't start this thing to make it about herself, build herself up, build her own platform. She did it for us, those of us that live in this local community, and you can do it in your local community too. The second thing, action item, do some good. Do some good. If you're in the grocery store, you got an extra 15 bucks, and somebody's got popsicles and and a loaf of bread behind you, just throw the $15 down, pay for their stuff, and say, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Tuesday, glad you're standing behind me. It doesn't have to be just this big deal. Just throw the 15 bucks down and pay for their stuff. If you see somebody pulled over on the side of the road and it's an elderly person that's trying to figure out how to fix their flat tire, just see if they need somebody to call help. You don't have to know how to change a tire. You don't have to stay there the whole time and make sure that the tire's changed. Just do a little thing because if we all do a little thing, take notice and do a little thing, then I think we can actually have some more good in this world. 
The other thing, maybe this is a bonus action item, go to the Facebook page, check out what Jessica's doing, what Orchestrating Good is up to, and feel even better about what's going on in the world because there are good people doing good things for good reasons. Well, if you enjoyed this episode, I would encourage you give us a five-star review on whatever platform you're utilizing and write a review about us. You can find me on Instagram at ccbsteve, on LinkedIn, Steve Shear, or you can send us a message directly at impactpodcast at ccbtechnology.com. From all of us here at CCB Technology, thank you so much for listening.